You're listening to Revelation Radio, part of the Ustreamit Broadcast Network, your online destination for Christian radio, for and by Christians, where we gather to share our Christian inspiration, talents, faith, message, and hope. Visit www.revelationradio.net for our broadcast schedule. Or to learn how you can host your very own Christian radio show on our station free, please visit us online at www.revelationradio.net or www.ustreamit.net today. Welcome to The Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed, right before our very eyes, and exactly as was foretold. And good evening, everybody, from uh, Revelation Radio and from the last Christian radio show. My name is J.D. Williams, and I'm joined tonight again by my co-host, uh, Mr. Terry Farley. How you doing out there, Terry? Doing good, Joel. Thank you. Good evening to you and everybody. Well, let me tell you something. Now, I, I, right before we got online, I told Terry I got some breaking news uh, that just came out of Washington, D.C. today. And he wanted to know what it was, and I refused to tell him because I wanted <laughs> to... I wanted to see the reaction. And so listen up, Terry. I want to get the reaction. A federal court has dismissed all challenges to a provision in a Texas controversial fetal heartbeat abortion ban. Having received the ruling of the Texas Supreme Court that named officials defendants may not enforce the provisions of the Texas Heartbeat Act, this court remands the case with instructions to dismiss all challenges to the private enforcement provisions of the statute and to consider whether plaintiffs have standing to challenge the ruling by the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals set. The ban, also known as Senate Bill 8, was originally signed into law in May. The law laws abortions once medical professionals can detect a fetal heartbeat, usually around six weeks into a pregnancy and before many women know they are pregnant. The law allows citizens to sue abortion providers or anyone suspected of helping a woman obtain an abortion. It's called Rack Up One for the Good Guys. Oh, wonderful. Praise <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm thinking, you know, uh, Texas kind of uh, is leading the way here. You know, we finally, thanks to uh, uh, President Trump and uh, putting on some justices, and I mean, there may not be as conservative as I would like, but they're, they're conservative nonetheless. And, you know, with that majority now on the Supreme Court, um, you know, it, it's beginning to have the kind of effect that we all hoped that it would. Maybe a little bit of change, and, you know, it gives us a little bit of hope that things are coming back. So, anyway, that, that's my position on it. What do you think about this? Oh, yeah. No, I, any, any step in the right direction in that field is always a time for rejoicing. Um, you know, I, uh, I've, I've touched on that, in fact, uh, in my first book, When Now Becomes Too Late. I talk about how depressing everything is becoming, and that was 20 years ago. Right. And he was right. talking about how everything was becoming depressing. And I said, <laughs> and then we have the rapture to look to to pick us up out of the ditch. Uh, because I was finishing up giving a description of the what was going on with the abortions then, which at that time was somewhere in the neighborhood of about a million 
uh, babies a, a year or something. Yeah. Um, it went back at, I want to say in the 45, 50 million then, and now it's up to 63 or something. 63 million babies aborted across America. So. Uh, it's, 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 it's always been bad. It's getting worse, but at least that's a one little, one little bite yes. into it today. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be a Texan um, because this case was brought uh, from Texas. So I, 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 think it, I think it's great. I really do. Yeah. Now, um, I also told you that there's, not some, there's some other not so good news. And one, one of the things today was uh, the Russians have basically begun putting out some warning signals that they feel like NATO is doing some things that could cause World War III. And what they're talking about is the use of at least tactical nuclear weapons. Now, if you go back to uh, March the 23rd, I believe it is, I did a podcast in which I said I, I predicted that there was going to be the use of tactical nuclear weapons at some point. A week earlier, I had mentioned that I really felt like this was going to happen uh, in Damascus first. But with the way that things have escalated in the Ukraine, I changed that and I updated myself just a week later. That's how fast things are moving. And I said, yeah, it's very possible. Well, now I think it's extremely possible. And the bad thing here, and this is what I want to bring out. The bad thing here is that uh, the response, the United States. Now, you have to remember that we're putting all this in the context of Israel, finding the last Christian and that thing, you know, and how is the United States going to react to a, a, a nuclear strike? You know, even, you know, a tactical nuclear weapon is not a full-blown, you know, country taken out weapon, but it's, it's something that takes out a city or cities. You know, it's, it's horrific. It's, it is, it's, it's bad, 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 bad. And how would the United States react? Well, I said last month that the United States would be anemic in their response. And I want you to listen to our Secretary of Defense when asked what would the response of the United States be? I don't want to speculate on, on any uh, kind of response uh, that we would, uh, we would make. What my job, Jen, is to offer the President uh, a range of options for anything that happens. And I feel confident that uh, I can do that no matter what happens. And, uh, and I think the President feels confident and not only our ability to protect ourselves, but our, you know, my ability to offer a, uh, a range of options that uh, gives the president uh, uh, adequate choices. Adequate choices. Seriously? We're going to have adequate choices to a nuclear attack. Think about well, that for a minute. Yeah, uh, my response on that is uh, actually it's the first time I've heard anybody respond with the same uh, approach uh, that's in a lower office under the president. Uh, and, and by that, I mean, um, you know, when they would ask uh, Trump, you know, what, what are you going to do about this? Or what are you going to do about that? Right. He would say, he would say, then ask me, then ask me. <laughs> you know, and they'd say, well, aren't you going to tell us? And he'd say, I'm not going to give you what I'm going to do before I do it. And that's like a fighter in a ring telling the guy he's getting ready to hit. Okay, I'm coming at you with my left. You know, Absolutely. Oh, oh, you know, so in that regard, I think his answer was fine. 
Uh, I don't think, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm deeply concerned about what's going on at the White House and, and in the upper echelons of power. And um, so in that regard, I, I don't have a whole lot of um, faith uh, in what is taking place um, in terms of those things. Um, but no, the man's response in his office, absolutely. Um, you know, he gives the uh, president the options he sees and, and he steps back. And, and let's say, for example, he says, nuke him, you know, he's not going to say that on air. If he's smart, <laughs> if he's smart. You know, the only time I've ever seen that work was when uh, Trump was in office and um, and he told North Korea, you know, don't even think about it. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. he just backed them down in a heartbeat. Yeah, and, and that, that, I think that's the response just, I was looking for. See, that's, yeah. the, but that's the president's place. Yeah. And, and I can't see that, you know, he's going to, you know, what he's going to do, is I, I'm fearful of, is somebody's going to ask him about this and he's going to say, well, now, 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 what do you mean? And, and what are you talking about? And, you know, he's going to stumble around. He may not remember that he's in the room. Yeah. Well, you know, he's, he's the gaff master. He is the gaff master. There's no doubt about it. I, I've, I've never seen a man's, uh, Press conferences, State of the Unions, uh, you know, yeah. you just put him out there. I, I, you know, put him out there for five minutes and, you know, an hour later, they're going to be issuing some kind of redaction for something he said. You know, You're being and, very generous for five minutes. I'm going to tell you, he, he doesn't need 30 seconds. You know? I, I've never seen anything like it, you know, and I, for the first no, time, no, I'm no, actually, no. yeah, for, for the very first time, I'm actually hearing people talk about his mental health. You know, it, yeah. it's beginning to be mentioned and, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty clear, you know, he's not he's not all there. And I I, I don't think he's capable of leading the country. But then again, no, look what happens only, if he didn't. Yeah, he's not only not all there, he's not all here. Right. I mean, he just got, you know. Right. And that's that's what's scary. You know, it's uh, if well, we, if we work for Jesus and, and, and his promises in the Bible. I'd be sweating bullets. <laughs> well, now, uh, speaking of that, uh, first of all, uh, real quick, I want to let everybody know out there, we've run into some issues with uh, Revelation Radio here in the last few days is, with our transmissions, and I want you to know that's me, guys. Uh, I own this silly thing, and uh, I can't make it work to, for the life of me. I am working with a bunch of different people, and we're trying to correct all the technical issues. This is one reason that we pushed out the actual start date until um, uh, May the 2nd uh, to try and get things going the right way. So we're not even officially on the air yet, but we are broadcasting uh, to all 50 states and 160 countries, and I'm seeing the, the numbers come in, and they're looking good. No, we, we're not at the 10,000 uh, listener mark yet, but we're sure working on it, and we're going to get there. The, the thing is, is that uh, it's just gonna. It's taken me time to work out some of the texts on it. Uh, we'll get it done. Terry, you've been affected personally by this, and I want to again apologize to you as I did uh, Sunday evening when we ran into this mess in in the first place. Uh, Terry's show was ready to go. He'd advertised it to a few people, and sure enough, my podcast played instead. I couldn't believe it, and I worked on it. Uh, we finally got it fixed. Uh, we were two hours late in getting his uh, his show on the air. And again, Terry, my apologies for that. We're working on it, and hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't happen this Sunday night on your next show. Well, amazingly, uh, Joel, I, I actually 
at the time when it happened, I was totally bewildered. And uh, it took the Lord about 24 hours to get my mind turned around to remind me of the life that he has led me for the last 45, almost 50 years uh, as uh, doing missions and, so, and going from place to place. And in, those, and in those instances, throughout those years, the Lord was having me comfort people for things that were happening that weren't supposed to happen and so forth and so on. And, and now suddenly it was me. And now I, <laughs> I was in their boat. And, you know, I was like, you know, and he was like, boy, have you forgotten quickly? And, uh, so, well, no. you were, he, he was extremely, extremely understanding. And uh, Terry wasn't losing it. I, I'm, I don't know. I think I would have been losing it if it had been my show. But, but uh, Terry wasn't. He was very, very understanding about it. And I appreciate that, Terry, a lot. Well, it's, you know, like I said, it's, um, that's all outer, outer show. Uh, inner turmoil is something that I've learned to mask. And, uh, you know, uh, and I do, it comes out of the bag once in a while, but, um, no, I, I, you know, I understand that, you know, you're busier than a one-armed bandit and you know, putting this thing together, starting from scratch just a few months ago. Right. Uh, and my goodness, the thing has built like uh, provocatively amazingly. And so, um, so I was not surprised at all. Um, and it'll just get us ready for everything that's coming down the road anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, it was a great show Sunday night. If you guys didn't hear it, I am running it all week this week. Uh, and um, so, you know, just, just tune in uh, each, each uh, weekday evening at uh, 7 o'clock. And uh, you can hear a replay. I'm also playing it very early in the morning, our time, Terry, because I want it to reach out across, the, across over on the other side of the world over there. Uh, where, uh, and I'm hoping to, to reach some people. Um, one of the things I'm going to do on this week's podcast is have an interview with a, with a um, Islamic lady who was... Uh, she actually began to distribute Bibles in Iran. Uh, she took them, uh, her and a friend of hers went out every week. I think it was, it might have been every day, but I think it was every week. She went out and they had uh, Bibles in their backpacks and they were distributing them on the street, just handing them out randomly to people on the street. Uh, they even went so far as to take them into a mosque. In fact, as a matter of fact, the number one mosque in Tehran, Iran, and leave them there. And of course, somebody reported them and they were arrested and uh, taken into custody and threatened with death uh, and told, you know, if you'll just renounce your Christian faith, uh, you can walk. Otherwise, you're going to go. Um, anyway, I want to play you just a very short um, teaser to what you're going to hear uh, Wednesday night. I'm going to run the entire interview Wednesday night, and I'm also going to introduce her book. She has a book out on this and I want to make sure that every that she gets all the credit for this every bit of it 100% then you can go back and you can look on YouTube you can find this this uh, interview and play it anytime you want to but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and, and play it uh, Wednesday night in its entirety it's an extremely powerful thing and just remember these people suffer actual persecution we're only thinking about it 
I mean, you know, Christians in America still have, as Terry and I do in this show, we still have the ability to speak up but and do so semi-freely, but um, this lady doesn't. Just, just take a listen real quick, and uh, this is just a piece of what you're going to hear Wednesday night. We faced many difficulties when we were in uh, prison. The government put pressure on us. They told us you can just write one sentence and re renounce your faith, then you would be set free. But we refused because we both experienced uh, Jesus' love and uh, it was an honor to suffer for our faith. One of the worst experiences that we had in prison was the execution of other prisoners. They separated us and they uh, sent me to a cell. Uh, and after a week, they took one of my cellmates and they executed her in order to show me uh, what will be the cost of our resistance. We uh, both experienced the, you know, the execution of our best friend, Shirin Alamhuli. She was a political prisoner. Shirin's only wishes was to live in a free country and to have her own rights as a woman. And that's it. I mean, you know, this is... <gasps> You know, it, it is an incredibly powerful testimony that against that regime in Iran that uh, that she uh, went out and did her best. And, you know, one, one thing that, that she testified about um, that was really cool was she said, despite the fear, I could hear myself talking with strength and she said, I, I felt like it came from the Holy Spirit. Well, I do too. You know, everything, you know, it, it, it was just, it's incredible. And again, uh, please tune in at 7.30 p.m. Uh, this Wednesday night to the Last Christian Podcast. It's available on all uh, major podcasting platforms. And of course, you'll hear it right here on Revelation Radio as well. Terry, I want to give you some time now uh, to talk about uh, your uh, well, you you can talk about your show. You can talk about your book, sir. You can talk about whatever you want to. It it it's your time. But I I know that you do want to talk a little bit about uh, from the eye of the storm. Yes. Well, actually, uh, you gave us the privilege and honor uh, just now, Joel, of listening to someone who is in the eye of the storm. Uh, this young lady, uh, she's actually living in Iran which is part of the Middle East, which is part of what missionaries call the 10 slash 40 window in the world. It's the most needful area of the world for the gospel for Jesus. And so this, she is literally on the hot plate uh, in, in Satan's war against God. And, um, well, just to jump in, just to jump in real quick, she has escaped Iran. She now lives in the United States. Uh, but I just wanted, I just wanted to throw that in there. But she did go through literally hell. She really sure. did in order to get here. Yeah, and so I'm just, uh, I, and I, as I know, everybody else is going to be very deeply, deeply touched. But uh, going back to the other, uh, just shortly, and give me a cue on the time there, bud. As oh, I we're good. On. We're all good. Yeah. We're all good, Terry. <laughs> Um, but uh, from the eye of the storm, uh, my Sunday evening program, uh, the purpose of it is, first of all, to minister to Christians. Um, Paul said ministering, especially the household of faith. Uh, we sometimes forget that when we meet another Christian, uh, that's a blessing of God that we need to unite and fellowship with them 
and praise the Lord for, for their fellowship and so forth, and to encourage and pray for each other, as Paul often talked about, as, as um, everyone who's in the New Testament, every leader starting with Jesus, talks about praying, praying for each other, um, even on a daily basis. Um, so, but this next week, uh, if you catch this week's um, program, um, this week, I, I encourage you to do that. Uh, but this coming Sunday, we're going to be uh, looking at, um, we're going to be looking at God. Um, there's so much that can be ministered to in each of our lives if we do that, if we focus on what God says, uh, what the Bible says about him, which is his word. In fact, the Bible even says Jesus is the word. Uh, so these are wonderful things to uh, meditate on, things to to, to draw us near to the Lord, uh, as the Bible does. And um, so I'll be, I'll be doing that. I'll be encouraging in that regard. Um, certainly, I'll throw in a word for the book. I've got over 1,300 verses uh, and an in, uh, scripture index in the back, over 1,500 uh, opportunities to study the word, to go back and forth, take your time, take a page at a time, uh, and do some real wonderful deep meditation as we continue daily to wait for the Lord's shout, and I say Maranatha. All right. Well, Ed, be sure and let them know what time you're on, Terry. And I'm sorry I'm new at this, but at 7.30, <laughs> 7.30 on Sunday nights, Joel has been kind enough to, to bring me in here. You'd think with uh, the experiences I've had uh, trying to break into show business, maybe that's why I didn't break in, but, <laughs> that I would have at least learned something. But um, I, I, one friend of mine uh, said uh, one time and described to me that Terry's like a duck. He wakes up in a new world every day. So, well, you know, one thing that I, I, I want to say here, we, we make it really simple for you to hear me and Terry. We're on at 730 one way or the other every night of the week, you know, Sunday through Saturday. Uh, we're on every night of the week at 7:30 in one form or another, and you will catch uh, you'll you'll catch something new. So, you know, just uh, remember that. I always turn into uh, Revelation Radio at 7:30. Uh, and then, by the way, just to let you guys know, I'm going to have to stop talking about Revelation Radio so much in about a week because we're also going to be carried live on Evangelism Radio as well. And uh, so, you know, it, it wouldn't be fair for me to promote my own station uh, when another station is uh, uh, being kind enough to give us uh, the, the same time frame. So you'll just have to remember. And of course, now I've got two different endings. I can play two different endings on two different stations at the same time. So you'll, you'll still know you're on Revelation Radio. But anyway, just wanted to let you know how come we won't be saying that so much. Now, during the week... Um, um, we're also going to be talking about uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter and what that does. Uh, I think that, I mean, that's causing shockwaves all across the country right now. It, uh, liberals' heads are about to explode because they're going to suffer the same thing that, that conservatives have for about 10 years. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, there's Faith. Um, what's it called? Um, it's a brand new service. And let me say, oh, yeah, um, it's actually called Truth. And Truth is the new social media site of Mr. Donald J. Trump. And you know that it right now it 
actually has more subscribers signed up and it doesn't even officially start for a few days. It actually has more subscribers signed up than Facebook has. <laughs> I just think it's great. And of course, uh, Getter, uh, or Getter, whatever you call it. Ter uh, Terry, you know about it. I'm not, I, I mean, I'm signed it's up on it, but I don't ever use it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. there, there's conservatives fighting back is my point. Yeah, they are. And Getter does uh, allow um, free speech. And uh, there are people, uh, not many, I'm very pleased to uh, report, uh, that are uh, over on the Democrat side. Um, but uh, it's, it's very, there's a very strong conservative uh, footprint uh, there uh, on Getter. Um, and uh, going back to Musk, just quickly, um, we're getting some interesting spins on, on what's really going on. Um, I think we're running down low on time, so I'll wait and I'll just remind me, and we'll go back into that at another point. Oh, man, I'll tell you, like I said, this is going to be a really busy week. And uh, Terry, <laughs> uh, I, I can tell you that in, in the next show, is, this is probably going to be basically Terry taking over next uh, on on thursday night and i'll tell you why um we're going to get into a lot of stuff that is going to uh, play right into his wheelhouse uh 90 of churches are either stagnant dead or dying okay the biblical I, I want to get into the biblical uh, on on that on that type of thing i want to get into the criticism terry and i've talked about it offline the criticism of christians who have the audacity to talk about the rapture instead of the mainstream approach that Christians have got to go through it just like everybody else. And, you know, the man has written two books, one of them in its fifth edition, uh, Blast Off for Piamore, that deals with this. So there's nobody better, nobody better to, to, uh, to take this stuff on. And I know he's going to do an excellent job of it. So, you know, food shortages. What, what's the deal with the food shortages? You know, we, we touched on it in, in a show uh, last Sunday night, but it's not getting any better. And then how about the, um, the fact that the Russians are already thinking about attacking another country? Now, this one is called Moldova. I want you to do some research and find it on the map. It's Moldova. It's just to the south of the Ukraine. Now, which direction is Israel from the Ukraine? That's south too, isn't it? So in other words, the Russians are moving closer and closer and closer. We're already talking about nuclear war. There's so much going on. Hey, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, you had better get on the stick right now. Yeah. Just ask him for forgiveness. Tell him that you know in your heart he died for you and he rose again and he's coming back. We'll see you next time. Last Christian Radio Show, and be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for the Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds. <laughs>